The gospel reading for this morning is from Mark's gospel, beginning in the first chapter at the 29th verse. Mark wrote these things. As soon as they left the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they told him about her at once. And Jesus came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. And then the fever left her, and she began to serve them. That evening at sundown, they brought to him all who were sick or possessed with demons. And the whole city was gathered around the door. And he cured many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. In the morning, while it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place. And there he prayed. When Simon and his companions hunted for him, and when they found him, they said to him, Everyone is searching for you. And he answered, Let us go on to the neighboring towns, so that I may proclaim the message there also, for that is what I came out to do. And he went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues, and casting out demons. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Would you pray with me, please? Oh God, as we come into your presence, give us a sense of your holiness. Enable us not only to hear your call, but to respond to it. Not only to listen, but to understand. Give us today ears to hear, eyes to see, and a mind equipped to understand, so that we may abide in your service until we see the whole earth full of your glory. Amen. Small dog had been struck by a car and was lying by the side of the road. And a doctor driving by noticed that the dog was still alive, so he stopped his car, he picked up the dog, and he took it home with him. And there he discovered that the dog had been stunned, had suffered a few minor cuts and abrasions, but otherwise was all right. So he revived the dog, he cleaned up its wounds, and was carrying the animal from the house to the garage when it suddenly jumped from his arms and scampered off. What an ungrateful little dog, the doctor said to himself. And he thought no more about the incident until the next evening when he heard a scratching at the door. And when he opened it, there was the little dog he had treated with another hurt dog. Now Capernaum is located on the northern shore of the Sea of Galilee. It became the new hometown for Jesus after he left Nazareth. And much of his ministry was centered in this area. If you would visit Capernaum today, you might be taken by St. Peter's Church because 
It is built directly over what archaeologists have excavated and have come to believe is what remains of the very house where Peter and Andrew lived. Now after Jesus had preached at the synagogue on the Sabbath, he went home with Peter and Andrew. And when they arrived, Peter's mother-in-law was sick. And Jesus healed her. And she immediately got up and began to serve them and offered hospitality and prepared a meal. So as the sun set in the evening, it signaled the end of the Holy Sabbath day. People were not allowed to do many kinds of work on the Sabbath. There were even limitations on how far they could travel. Their labor was restricted. But as the Sabbath ended, they began to go about their business. So as the Sabbath came to a close, people began to seek Jesus out so that the sick could be healed. Now the news about Jesus' teaching in the synagogue that morning had spread quickly throughout the region of Galilee. And the witnesses saw how Jesus had spoken to a demon-possessed person and the demon had left him. So that evening at sunset, many sick and demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus. Now it's difficult to know how many people arrived at Peter's house, but we do know that Jesus attracted crowds. So when the whole town of Capernaum and people from the surrounding Galilee region all gathered at Peter's house, it is safe to assume that the streets were packed with people. Now there were probably people from all professions in this crowd, fishermen, carpenters, farmers, stonemasons, sheep herders, craftsmen, likely Roman soldiers, servants, masters and slaves, religious leaders, prostitutes, thieves, pickpockets, beggars, and the sick and the dying. People of all ages, races, colors, all walks of life, the wealthy to the least of the least. And I think it's reasonable to divide the crowd into a couple of basic groups. Scripture actually does this for us. You see, first, there were the bringers. Now, they brought the sick. They brought the demon-possessed people to Jesus. And the Greek word used here for brought is used for the notions of being assembled or to follow or to be found. So the implication is that those who brought the sick were the followers. These were the people who believed. They believed in Jesus. They believed he did more than just read scripture and that he interpreted it with authority. They believed that Jesus spoke the truth. They believed that Jesus could help to set them free. They believed he is the one who was promised. And they were also the followers. So I think we need to know that one of the main characteristics of a follower is that they are also bringers. Followers bring other people to Jesus. 
Another closely related meaning of the Greek word brought is one who carries. And in some instances, people carried their friends to Jesus. Carriers brought those who could not bring themselves. In one case, we know a story where the crowd was so large that the carriers tore off a roof over a house and lowered their friend down so that he could be healed by Jesus. To bear the load, it's a part of the original meaning here. Bringers are also those who help to bear the load. And we all have things that we carry, burdens that we bear in life. And thankfully, the church is people who have been told to help to bear one another's burdens. So do you know someone who needs encouragement? Do you know someone who could use someone to talk to? We still look at the word brought, it's a verb. It's an action word that has a sense of urgency about it. it indicates a need to rush, to be driven, to reach the goal. Bringers won't stop. They won't stop helping until a real change takes place. Are you a bringer? Who have you brought to Jesus? This is not the church. You are the church. You see, the church has never been a building. Peter's house, that wasn't the church. People coming to Jesus, that is the church. People bringing people to Jesus, that is the church. And I really believe that Jesus wants bringers, not building stewards. So the crowd that came to Peter's house, it was made up of bringers, those who brought others to Jesus. And the other group that was assembled there, they were the watchers. We're told in scripture that the whole town gathered at the door to watch. <coughs> Curious enough to come and see what was happening, but distant enough to stay on the edge and try not to get too close. Lots of folks come probably just to be a part of the crowd. They came to watch. They're a bit more drawn to social things. They're not yet followers. They are not yet the bringers. Right then they were the watchers. And hear me, folks. We need to attract those folks so what does it take the whole town to gather here? How do we attract more watchers? We all started out as watchers. But then we meet Jesus and we go out and become bringers. So we need to figure out ways to attract a crowd. And as that crowd gets here and becomes part of the people here and meets Jesus here, they change from watchers to bringers. And Jesus is the crowd changer. Now our mission, as I see it, should we choose to accept it, 
is to get people to come and watch. And you see, I believe many in the crowd took Jesus home that day. The bringers, they took home a sense of blessing of having brought someone before Jesus. They took home the joy of knowing that they had helped to make a difference and were a part of the healing of someone's life. That is huge. And seeds, I believe, they were planted in the hearts of the watchers. They saw hospitality. They saw healing. They saw love and forgiveness. They saw mercy and grace. They might just start thinking about what was missing in their own lives. And the sick and the demon-possessed, they were changed. They received deliverance. They received release. They were forever changed. They were set free, saved. They got their lives back. So everyone received something from Jesus that day. The bringers, the watchers, and those who were made whole once again. And the real good news for today is that it happens over and over and over and over again. That is good news for us. That is good news for all people. Amen.